The following program deals with military and veteran issues. All comments and opinions expressed on this show are those who made them. They do not reflect the opinions of the Church of Satan or Radio Free Satan. So on with the show. Welcome to the official Infernal Legion podcast for Memorial Day 2022. I am your host, Warlock Jeff Bowling, the commander of the Infernal Legion, and I'm flying solo today. Our producer, Jeff Ivins, as many of you know, has retired from his position to focus on more uh, personal matters, and my usual co-host, Dwayne, is currently moving his family across the country, so that leaves me to do this one all on my own. But as always, on Memorial Day, we are going to pay homage to the fallen, and I plan on doing that by giving a brief history of the holiday, Memorial Day, some modern traditions associated with the holiday, and of course reading the proclamation from the President of the United States. Then we'll take a quick break, and I will come back to read, as has become a tradition of our own on this show, a list of the fallen. These names, of course, are ones that I have chosen myself and ones that were given to me by my fellow Legionnaires. They represent individuals who are either family of Legionnaires or who were actively serving with the Legionnaire when they fell in combat. So, it is a somber holiday, but as I've said many times, this is also the unofficial beginning of summer, and as a Satanist, I would be remiss to not say indulge and enjoy. Just bear with me for a little bit as we talk about the meaningful part of Memorial Day. In 1966, Anton LaVey created the Church of Satan, marking the beginning of the Age of Fire and Year One Anno Satanus. In 1969, he published The Satanic Bible, codifying Satanism as a religion, the first time it's been done in human history. In the name of Satan, ruler of the earth, king of hell, come forth from the pit, bestow the blessings of hell upon us. For we are your children, and we invoke thee this night. In 2001, I was appointed High Priest of the Church of Satan. In 2007, I published the Satanic Scriptures, further defining and expanding on Satanic philosophy and greater magic ritual. Hail Satan, full of might! For the past 50 years, the Church of Satan has stood as the sole organization to define and defend Satanism as a religion. And though pretenders to the infernal throne have come and gone, we have stood the test of time and will into the future. Visit churchofsatan.com for more information and read the Satanic Bible and the Satanic Scriptures. Knowledge is the solution for ignorance. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! On 
April 9, 1865, Robert E. Lee surrendered and the U.S. Civil War was officially over. Now, obviously, the violence would continue for a, a bit more because the news was slow to get around and, of course, there were always people who didn't want to accept that the war was over. And that's still true today, oddly enough. The Civil War had claimed more lives than any conflict in U.S. history, and that still holds true to this day. More U.S. soldiers died in the Civil War than have died before or since in any type of conflict. And this required the establishment of the country's first national cemeteries. By the late 1860s, Americans in various towns and cities had begun holding springtime tributes to these fallen soldiers, decorating their graves with flowers and reciting prayers. Now, it's unclear where exactly this tradition originated, and many communities and many people take credit for it, but there's no way to determine exactly when it happened. It almost seemed to just be an organic thing, that all these various small communities started to decorate the graves on the, around the similar time period. But in 1966, the federal government declared Waterloo, New York, the official birthplace of Memorial Day. Waterloo first celebrated the holiday on May 5, 1866, and it was chosen because it hosted an annual community-wide event during which businesses closed and residents decorated the graves of soldiers with flowers and flags. So it had the most put-together of all the celebrations. On May 5, 1868, General John A. Logan, who was the leader of an organization for Northern Civil War veterans, called for a nationwide day of remembrance later that month, proclaiming, The 30th of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion, and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land. He chose this date and declared it Decoration Day because it was not the anniversary of any particular battle during the Civil War. On the first Decoration Day, General James Garfield made a speech at Arlington National Cemetery, and 5,000 participants decorated the graves of the 20,000 Civil War soldiers buried there. That tradition continues today with the wreath-laying ceremony, which is usually conducted by the President of the United States. Now, it's important to note here that Decoration Day was still not a federal holiday. This was just something that was being honored, and, and as the years went on, many northern states held similar commemorative events and reprised the tradition in subsequent years. By 1890, each one had made Decoration Day an official state holiday, so all the northern states had gotten together and declared Decoration Day an official state holiday in their respective states, but it was still not a federal holiday. Southern states continued to honor the dead on separate days until after World War I. And World War I really was a, a pivotal turning point for the holiday itself. Uh, Decoration Day was organically and gradually becoming known as Memorial Day. And during World War I, the United States found itself embroiled in another large-scale conflict. Many soldiers were dying overseas, and so the holiday evolved to commemorate all American military personnel who died in all wars. And that continues today as well, including all who fell during the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, World War I, World War II, the Civil War, Vietnam War, Korean War, and of course the Global War on Terrorism, which is still ongoing as of this day.
For decades following World War I, Memorial Day continued to be observed on May 30th, the date that General Logan had selected for the first Decoration Day. But in 1968, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which established Memorial Day as the last Monday in May in order to create a three-day weekend for federal employees. The change went into effect in 1971, and this same law also declared Memorial Day a federal holiday for the first time in its history. And since 1971, not much has really changed with Memorial Day. It is still celebrated in cities and towns across the United States with parades, which incorporate military personnel and members of veteran service organizations. Some of those largest parades, of course, take place in the larger cities, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and in Washington, D.C., obviously. Americans also observe Memorial Day by visiting cemeteries and memorials. Some people have even co-opted the European tradition of wearing a red poppy, though Armistice Day or Remembrance Day in the UK and the Commonwealth countries actually takes place on November 11th, which is our Veterans Day, but it means the same thing for them. And, of course, Memorial Day, as I said in the intro, is the unofficial beginning of the summer season. So people have barbecues and go to water parks and swim and drink beer and have a good time, and I certainly encourage everyone to do that if you're so inclined. I am not one of those veterans who sits here and, and says, it must be a somber holiday, you're not allowed to have any fun. That wouldn't really be very satanic of me, would it? But, as a veteran myself, and as someone who has his own fallen to remember, I always do ask that people take a moment out of their indulgence just to honor the fallen and to remember those many of whom may be from their very own families who paid the ultimate price and who this holiday was created for. It's become another tradition that every Memorial Day the President of the United States will make a proclamation reaffirming what Memorial Day is for and adding any additional specifications that they may desire. And this year is no different. Uh, I want to now shift over and read the official proclamation from President Biden for Memorial Day of 2022. Keep in mind that President Biden is a Catholic, and he is religious, and so this proclamation will have calls to God and prayer and so on and so forth, which are not really in keeping with our satanic beliefs, but it is a proclamation from the President of the United States, and it is for an official federal holiday, so I still feel that it's important to read it in its entirety. A Proclamation, Prayer for Peace Memorial Day 2022. On Memorial Day, we remember the patriots who gave their lives in the service of America, in the service of freedom, and in the service of justice. They made the ultimate sacrifice to defend our Constitution and our democracy. We are free because they were brave, and we live by the light of the flame of liberty they kept burning. They are all heroes, and our nation is forever grateful. Those who wear the uniform of the United States Armed Forces know the pride of service and what it means to dedicate themselves to a cause greater than themselves. These women and men put their lives on the line for an idea, the idea of America. They are the best of us. On this day, as we honor the fallen angels who consecrated this great nation and the ideals that we stand for with their blood, we rededicate ourselves to the unending work of bringing our country ever closer to that more perfect union for which they died.
Today and every day we ask God to protect our troops, to shine light perpetual upon the fallen, and to bring comfort to their families. To those who mourn a loved one, and to America's Gold Star families who have lost a loved one in conflict, my heart aches for you. Our nation owes you and those you have lost a tremendous debt that we can never fully repay. On Memorial Day, we vow to honor their memories and support the families, caregivers, and survivors they left behind. As we honor the memories of our fallen heroes, we are grateful for the future they made possible for us and rededicate ourselves to seeking enduring peace. Our heroes gave their lives for our country and they live forever in our hearts. Forever proud, forever honorable, and forever American. In honor and recognition of all of our fallen service members, the Congress, by a joint resolution approved May 11, 1950, as amended 36 United States Code 116, has requested that the President issue a proclamation calling on the people of the United States to observe each Memorial Day as a day of prayer for permanent peace and designating a period on that day when the people of the United States might unite in prayer and reflection. The Congress, by Public Law 106-579, has also designated 3 o'clock p.m. local time on that day as a time for all Americans to observe, in their own way, the National Moment of Remembrance. Now therefore I, Joseph R. Biden, Jr., President of the United States of America, do hereby proclaim Memorial Day, May 30th, 2022, as a day of prayer for permanent peace, and I designate the hour beginning in each locality at 11 a.m. of that day as a time when people might unite in prayer and reflection. I urge the press, radio, television, and all other information media to cooperate in this observance. I further ask all Americans to observe the National Moment of Remembrance beginning at 3 o'clock p.m. local time on Memorial Day. I request the governors of the United States and its commonwealths and territories and the appropriate officials of all units of government to direct that the flag be flown at half-staff until noon on this Memorial Day on all buildings, grounds, and naval vessels throughout the United States and in all areas under its jurisdiction and control. I also request the people of the United States to display the flag at half-staff from their homes for the customary forenoon period. In witness whereof I have hereunto set my hand this 27th day of May in the year of our Lord 2022, and of the independence of the United States of America the 246th. Joseph R. Biden, Jr., President, United States of America. And that, of course, was the message from the President of the United States concerning Memorial Day of 2022. Now, I warned you before I read it that it was pretty religious in nature, and that's to be expected considering he's a Catholic, and it seems like everybody in government thinks we live in a theocracy. But aside from that, this holiday is quite important, and I thought it was important to read the President's message. Up next, we're going to take a quick break, and then when I come back, I'll be reading off the list of the names of the fallen. And once again, these are people that served with our legionnaires, or were family or close friends of our legionnaires who fell in combat. Every single one of them is known to us, and some of them would have been legionnaires themselves had the Infernal Legion existed at the time. The way I normally do this is that I will read each name and the branch of service that they were in, and between each name I will leave a little bit of time for reflection. 
and afterwards we will listen to Taps to close out the show. Thank you very much for listening here on the official Infernal Legion podcast, and we'll be right back after this break. Take a trip back to the 1980s with me, Warlock Jeff Ivins, on the Metro Radio Free Satan's show highlighting the new wave and other hits from the indulgent decade only on RadioFreeSatan.com Attention iTunes users, if you like this show and other programs from Radio Free Satan then please take a moment to look us up on iTunes to rate and comment on the program You can also do the same on Stitcher.com Look up this program on Stitcher.com rate it and give us a review and that's if you like the show, of course, you know, that you want to give it five stars and a good review, not, you know, give it one star and say a bunch of mean things. But hey, if you want to do that, then I'm sure there are a bunch of Christian podcasts on iTunes that you could do that on. Anyway, thank you for your support of RadioFreeSatan.com, and now back to the program. Private First Class Stephen P. Snowberger III, United States Army. Special Warfare Operator 2nd Class, Casey Lewis, United States Navy. Specialist Eric D. Clark, United States Army. Seaman Lance Alexander, United States Navy. Specialist Arturo Huerta Cruz, United States Army. Machinist Mate 2nd Class Alex Solano, United States Navy. Lance Corporal William W. White, United States Marine Corps. Sergeant First Class Jason Camaso, United States Army. Corporal David S. Stewart, United States Marine Corps. First Lieutenant Dustin Vincent, United States Army. Sergeant First Class Todd M. Harris, United States Army. Captain Ian P. Weichel, United States Army. Corman Herbert Weller, United States Navy. Sergeant Daniel Rodriguez, United States Army. Senior Airman Nicholas J. Alden, United States Air Force. Staff Sergeant James D. Ellis, United States Army. Specialist Justin R. Jarrett, United States Army.
Specialist Raymond S. Army Joe, United States Army. Specialist Christopher C. Walker, United States Army. Sergeant Josh Evans, United States Army. Corporal Joshua Harton, United States Army. Senior Airman Brian R. Bell, United States Air Force. Master Sergeant Adam F. Benjamin, United States Marine Corps. Chief Petty Officer Raymond J. Border, United States Navy. Senior Chief Petty Officer Terrell E. Horn III, United States Coast Guard. Private Michael P. Burke, United States Army. Captain Norm Olson, United States Navy. Lance Corporal Chase D. Sweetward, United States Marine Corps. Private First Class Brian J. Baltiera, United States Army. Lance Corporal Marco A. Barranco, United States Marine Corps. Private First Class Evan A. Bath, United States Army. Corporal Wesley A. Rod, United States Army. Lance Corporal Guillermo S. Perez, United States Marine Corps. Private First Class Jack R. Ostrovsky, United States Army. Corporal Caesar A. Villanueva, United States Army. Hospitalman Christopher Nim, United States Navy.
Veteran Suicide Hotline. Phone number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-TALK. And as soon as you dial that, you press number 1. Also, you can text to 838-255 for more information. But it is just as effective as chat. Support is free, confidential, and available 24-7. It is available to all servicemen and women, active and inactive, guard or reserve, and available to veterans, family members as well. 